we're just a bunch of witty banter. Good clip, Papa. Hello, Banter Nation. Welcome back. I know you guys have been waiting, like, what, two weeks for this episode? <laughs> well, guess oh. what? It's here. Finally. This is episode number 13. It is a Saturday night, January 4th? Something like that. January 4th, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is the night it's of the 4th. <laughs> yes. Don't ever forget it. <laughs> we are sitting here in my room. In my, well, no, no. This is my game room. But we're still in the woodlands because we haven't left for Austin yet. Mm. And we're kind of just throwing together another willy-nilly show because we felt like doing one. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. The voice you're hearing, this is Chase Williams. On the other side of the microphone we have... Hunter Dorsett. And then in between the two... Right in the middle. Chase Sandwich. Right here, I'm the, I'm the cream of this Oreo right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> the meat pasty. No. <laughs> <That's disgusting. laughs> He's the pasty little... I'm the lunch meat right now. <laughs> I'm the delicatessen meat. Yeah, so that's Max Scott. And, Max. And uh, we're excited. It's your fourth episode, am I correct? I, I lose track, you know. I'm on here so much. <laughs> I think I'm correct. I listened to the. I just listened to the last episode. So, and you said it was your third, so I think yeah, this sounds is your about fourth. right. You know, no, this is you definitely lose, yeah. fourth. Yeah, absolutely, it's my fourth. The first time we One had the crew. Avatar throwdown. The second absolutely. time was the new console reveal. Third mm-hmm. time was the special holiday banter. Holiday special. Tis with the season to be witty. Nick, <laughs> he was there too. And now finally, we just have episode thirteen. We'll come up with a title later. Lucky thirteen, right here. No, that's <laughs> wait. Okay, we'll probably use that one. <laughs> but, um, so typically on the show, we review an alcoholic beverage, but we're blowing the doors off of that one. We don't have any alcoholic beverages to review. Instead, we have we an have alcoholic one. beverage just to get ourselves lit with. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight, boys? To Purely be... practical. Yeah. <laughs> it's all for efficiency right now. What are yeah, we, what's what we're drinking there? is Bacardi. Uh, Bacardi Superior is what they like to call themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a Puerto Rican rum established in 1862, and it's 40% alcohol by volume. Oh, it's a clear it. liquor, and uh, <laughs> we're ready to chug it's it right out of the water. bottle, honestly. Yeah. I think that we're just going to pass it around and say, fuck we it. Don't even have, yeah, we don't even have anything to mix it with. We're doing it like men. Like just, they used to do. We're trying to follow suit with all the last podcasts where we start out sober and end up pretty floppy. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm bound to get willy-nilly by the We have the potential one. to get the floppiest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right, um, so who wants to kick us off and take a pull from this thing? I'll do it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Me Give and Max are just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, take yeah. it. No, honey, you do the next one, too. No, dude, trust me, dude, I'm brat. <laughs> yeah, I was made for this. Oh, mate. N- not really. I fucking, I really don't even like... Taking pulls of straight liquor, uh, man. I thought you were going to say my fraternity. It's not. Yeah, it's I'm all not, no. I, I absolutely love my fraternity in comparison to all the other fraternities at UT because it's just. I, I feel like it's so much different. What fraternity is yours? Like Kappa Kappa, like kind of stuff like that. What's yours? Kappa Flappa Mawapa. You're asking what is my. <laughs> no, I'm asking what the name everywhere. of your frat is. Give him a minute, dude. He's so, trying to... Our fraternity is Delta Ta Delta. Um, that's a triangle. Yeah, that's the triangle. The DTD. A T and then another triangle. And another triangle, almost like a uh, a balance of justice symbol. Oh. If you've ever seen that before. Oh, so really? Very similar. Yeah. yeah. But actually, that's that's something that I noticed that has never really been coined for that. But uh, it's delta ta delta. Um, if I could put it in a tier of categories, like to be completely honest, there's like 
It sucks because the only thing that really makes uh, fraternities better or worse is like how much money they have and how awesome a parties that that they that they throw. Much like in life. Yeah, it, I mean, it Anything. doesn't really have to do <laughs> that. <laughs> it doesn't really have that much to do with like how cool the guys are. Because if I was if I was going to be honest with you, like Our completely honest, and if girls were going to be honest with you, I would say that delts honestly have like the most down to earth, just cool like able to get along with anybody kind of guys. And that's why I wanted to join them. Man's man. That's why I wanted to join them because they wasn't like preppy and like pretentious and they didn't give a shit about how much money you made. A lot of the guys that are in my fraternity are like paying their way through college. It's not like they're just like super rich or anything. And so, and so, so that's cool. But then like, but then like if I was going to give it a tier, it would probably be like second tier as far as like the fraternities on campus go. Cause like the girls rate them as like SIGEP, uh, uh, SAE and um, freaking Fiji, and, but those guys, they're just, they're just douches. Kind the of the Fijis, they're kind of pretentious. Fijis. They're the kind of so good, like though. they're like they're so good because they have one, they have money, and like two, they like they can throw good parties because they have a lot of money, and so girls flock to them, and so essentially they're. A quote unquote, a better fraternity. Just because they have more money doesn't mean their parties are better. Have you never seen, like, you know, Titanic when they go down to the <laughs> bottom of the ship where all the rowdy boys are? <laughs> are we quoting wild. Titanic as a good movie <laughs> again, or what are we saying? <laughs> like you can't buy artistry. <laughs> James Cameron sucks. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 kind of my take on the whole fraternity scene. And, and Delt's kind of like right below those like top tier guys. Like we have money to have good parties. See, they're the rowdy ones under the ship, man. Yeah, right below. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's we're like the, the rowdy ones that have some money. <laughs> like that's like that's how we're perceived by okay. the campus. We're not drinking out of water for the crystal, but we got glass. <laughs> we got the glass. Yeah. That's, so that's respectable. Yeah, that's, All right. That's, so how was our? I guess I'll call it a holiday hangover. How was Christmas for everybody? How'd you come out? I, I, we'll go around the circle. Let's do one gift we're stoked about. Stoked let's, about. let's start off with Max as our guest. There we got. Yeah. Uh, me about, uh, uh, I don't know. I had like a pretty low-key Christmas this year. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't really one of those years where like I was Get out a whole, a whole lot of presents yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't really have and a whole I, lot of same, presents. Same with me, too. Yeah. 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 My yeah. last Christmas, I got like, I think, a Lego piece. Yeah. And like, Why don't you go complete <laughs> that set you're And some on? coal. And I was stoked yeah. about that. I mean, yeah, no, it was it was cool. It was nice to see my family and see everybody, and it was. I had the day off of work, which oh, has not yeah. happened since I started working. Pretty much, I got to see him. your family. I got to yeah, see you your came family. Over, it's been yeah, like two, went, three yeah, years. Exactly. It was nice to see you. Good to go over and see everybody at you know Grandma Joe's house. It yeah. was spectacular. It's the been years household. since I've been to the Risk household. It was Ooh. very delightful. So that was the best present I got. Really, oh, was seeing. Was the family and all that? that was Honestly, really it was awesome. awesome seeing your parents again, dude. Yeah. I love your parents. Mm. They're pretty. They're your pretty. Dad's cool. beard. Right, I, guess. Your dad's I don't really know much about your family. That's because you're a shady dude. Don't always slinking around. The yeah, like they don't want you around that much. You, <laughs> you know? know, they're like that, that keep trying to get in, and we keep locking the changing the locks. <laughs> well, you know what? No one ever told me that it was a weird thing. Okay, so. Uh, but well, you know what I did get though? That was really out of the blue. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would. Uh, like as like a as a small child, I would walk around the house with this with a robe on, and sunglasses, oh, yeah. and a tub okay. of Cheetos. Because you were a badass. <laughs> I've been setting the style since day one. Yeah, with with all that stuff, and I would call myself Big Daddy as I walked around. 
Now like the big Lebowski, essentially. Or? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, pretty much like Mini Lebowski. <laughs> and, Daddy uh, with the Cheetos. What my brother got me for Christmas was all of those things in adult versions. <laughs> like I have an adult robe now. He got me a new oh, set of like man. shades, an even bigger tub yeah, of Cheetos. Yeah, big tub of Cheetos, and I just you know, on Christmas Day I relived. You know, people all that underestimate the the power of a robe because oh, not robes are one fantastic. one they're comfortable as hell. It's like being embraced by Jesus's beard. <laughs> Second. You can wear them anywhere, and no one's gonna like bat an eye. Anyway, yeah. I'm gonna go I ahead think and disagree. Anywhere you. is no, no, a big word. Anywhere the is a big word. They're probably thinking like, "Yeah, I'm not used to seeing that dude in a robe, but he's comfy, and I know he just popped in for a minute." Near me, I've ever seen. I mean, if I've ever seen a dude in a robe out, <laughs> I'm thinking that guy's a bum. What the fuck, man! Like, put that a shirt a on. Bum. Stop wearing my robe. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Well, I, yeah, I keep mine in the house. Uh, so so uh, the format is that we're talking about our favorite thing that we got. Yeah, yeah well, did you guys get just, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the most like the thing that I've been um, using the most is this jacket that my mom got me. Uh, I really like it. But every day uh, I've seen Hunter, he's wearing the jacket. Essentially, yeah. So it's great jacket. Especially lately, yeah, I like I it. You. It's actually been cold kind of recently. So yeah, it's so it's, call it's, it cold. it's important. I would compared to. But the most interesting thing that I got was, and and y'all were both there for this, was the uh, was a big gift card for Guitar Center because my dad was like, "Well, I didn't really know what to get you, but I knew that if I gave you something music related, that you'd probably shit yourself." <laughs> and I was like, "You're absolutely right." I need to so, go so, uh, so Chase and Max and even Adam Shackleton and I went to uh, Guitar Center and I got myself a badass Ibanez and. I've just been like I love that guitar. Just building the calluses on my fingers, working on the scales for And that thing. let me let me get this straight. You're gonna challenge Max to a guitar battle soon. I put it on Facebook so that I made myself uh you know, like actually stay true to it. I need to check my Facebook and yeah. start posting some fucking comments. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I put I, I put a this. well what I did is I put a list of things that I wanted to do through 2014. And number like four or five on my list was beat Max Scott in a guitar solo battle. So and and even if it even if it doesn't even if I don't beat you at one point it, it's okay because be it's, it's it's for me to be a competitor it's it's for me to get better that's the whole point so yeah. but I'm gonna beat you so it's respectable <laughs> well, we <laughs> will see you know I have to blow the dust off honestly you have a huge head start right now because I've already seen you rip some crazy I, I was, solos before like, I would that was in my my past though when I would like play think about but this like, way but Hunter, it's he like used when you to be good at Guitar Hero. Recently, I gutted him and bled him in front of everybody. <laughs> well, think about it like this. It's like working out, right? Like once you already build the muscle, if you lose it, it's easier to rebuild it than to essentially like build Start it from nothing, from, you know? So Max that. Max can probably practice for like a month We're and get back help to being help raw. Your case here, Max. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I That's guess. what I'm saying. It's like it's he's just kind of tough, you know, <laughs> when you have responsibilities. <laughs> A job. We're going back to this excuse. Not <laughs> <Fucking laughs> chilling. <laughs> fucking dorm room. I recall. Well, hey, I'm gonna be getting a job do- for the first three months. Cookie dough, <laughs> playing Guitar Hero all day long, <laughs> and then challenging Max. That out is of the essentially blue. what Austin is. I mean, just yeah. eating cookie dough I and would, Guitar that's Hero. That's been my experience every time I've gone. <laughs> when I was actually at orientation, they gave me a big stick of cookie dough. They said, "Welcome, <laughs> finally made. You're here. You're, here. You're at UT. Congrats. With the tub is being sent to your house as we speak." That's hilarious. Uh, okay, so um, I think I, I already know what Chase is. Yeah, was. my one gift that came out of left field was an iPad Air, and yeah, essentially, like I have told both you guys that 
I would never buy an iPad. Mm-hmm. And I honestly find them pretty useless. I was like, this is – it's complete novelty, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But my parents got me one, and that being said, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've used that thing every day. Every time I just pick it up and unlock it, I feel like I'm in the future. And oh, I've been absolutely. I've been playing that uh, Clash of Clans game. Mm-hmm. My village is getting pretty. De- you remember Tribal Wars? Oh yeah, Dude, I do remember. Tribal it's Wars. exactly like Tribal Wars, except mm-hmm. you can join clans with your friends. I'm in a clan with Louis Morsi. <laughs> cool. He took me right in. He's like, "Come <laughs> on, <laughs> buddy, we're bringing but, you in." Um, potential. But I'm actually kind of stoked because I've been saying on the show for a little while now that I have wanted a dedicated handheld gaming device, but. I didn't want to go buy one, and I didn't know if I wanted to get, like, you know, Vita or 3DS. And so you count that. Yeah, now I got an iPad, okay. man, and there's games aplenty on it. I mean, it's a, I think it was – I feel like when you say handheld gaming device, that's, like, a different take on that term. It's not almost. a dedicated Yeah, it's not like – Gaming device. It's not like you're playing, like, these RPGs or anything. It's kind of more just, like, in-and-out games, right? Yeah, well, like, there's more casual games on there for sure. But I'm hoping – I mean, like, Sword and Sorcery, I consider that a hardcore game. The one that you've been playing. Really? Yeah, dude. I mean... If you want to, you can sit down and, like, play the hell out of that. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just... I, I've been playing it, and I, it's not that I don't like it. I wouldn't... I just wouldn't say that it's, like, a... I would still say that it's an in-and-out game. But I think Maybe a little only... longer, like, time period that you have to dedicate to it, but it's still kind of... Yeah, but handheld game. gaming is sort of made for in-and-out gaming experiences. That's what I'm saying, though. It's, like... Oh, oh. Like, okay. even on the 3DS. So you're saying on your name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, that's been good. Other than that, I mean, what have you guys been doing after the – how's your break been? I mean, Max really isn't on a break because he lives in the real world. I do. I, I'm an adult. I don't get breaks. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you make real-world money, though. Do that's probably nice. Money to spend on real-world bills. I literally, awful. <laughs> I literally, like, haven't even been out once since Me I've neither. been back. I've it's been, been great, dude. I haven't gone to the waterway once, and I'm – very happy for it. I don't have to run into any slinky d bags. I'm just glad I don't have to feel like pressured <laughs> to go like spend money. Like that's exactly. the whole thing for me. You know, it's like I just don't want to. I'm a frugal individual by nature, <laughs> and I just don't need to go spend a bunch of money. It's easy to do around here. By yeah. Accident. yeah. All right. Well, um, I honestly did try to garner up a news list, but dude, there's like literally nothing going on. Been a slow for a couple reasons. Couple weeks. A like, all the stuff of the year has already passed and done. Two, everybody who works at these journalist sites, they're on vacation themselves. And three, yeah, I don't know what three is. But I feel like well, more than anything, the- there's, like, sports news. Like, that's, like, the most newsworthy stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. sports <laughs> stuff going on. And it's also, this is, I think it's a good time to kind of recap on the year. Okay. Like recap on stuff that's I'm totally happened, down dude. because I have Swing kind of looked back. through Everybody's favorite, yeah, what you guys okay. favorite movies. Well, favorite then you guys are going to have to help me out on that because I don't even think about that kind of stuff. Okay, that's, I'm down. Yeah. But here, real quick, I want to yeah. do I want to say one news item. Mm-hmm. There's a new fighting game coming out. Okay. In fact, here, let me pull up the exact title because it's like this ridiculous that I don't want to get it wrong, but it's going to crack you up. It's a fight. It like a like a is it a is it like on a PS4 or Xbox One? I don't know what it's coming out for. But it's called Ultimate Gay Fighter. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And the, um, there's, like, the tagline says something like, the only, only colors in this rainbow are black and blue or something. And every character is a LGBT stereotype. (laughs) That's awesome. But it says here that the guys who made it were, like, 
apparently at brunch one day drinking and they came up with the idea and they're like, you know what? Homosexuality really isn't represented in any video games. And they're actually going about it as like best as they can to make it kind of empowering. But here's a few, here's a few of the screenshots. With stereotypes? I mean, <clears throat> that seems weird. Okay, so instead of fatalities, they have gaytalities. <laughs> How is that empowering? <laughs> I guess they're doing it so I didn't get to read the whole article. I literally just pulled this up. This, this can get real offensive real quick. Yeah, that's quick. what I'm saying is like it's, it's empowering depending on who's perceiving it. Like, yeah. Somebody can see that and be like, that's bullshit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Especially but... like – because like I feel like there's a propensity for people who are like homosexual to be like liberal – just by nature, almost. Yeah. And so, I feel like they get their, like... I feel like they feel like they get attacked more often than not, you know? Like, even like even if somebody doesn't mean to be attacking them, they could, like, take it as an attack, almost. Like, be defensive about it. I feel like they would definitely get pissed off about this game. Well, the guy's mission statement is, it's to represent LGBT community. So, he's got them in mind when doing it. So we'll see how represent it, them according to his. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> according to his thing, good for him for at least stirring the pot. Yeah, he's stirring the pot. That's there you cool. Go. I'm always down for stirring the pot, man. Pot stirring, I really am. And watch it have like really awesome gameplay, and watch it really like really like tight. It's like a really yeah, awesome, awesome game, awesome fighting game that we're gonna <laughs> and they just happen to like be Evo really weird characters. Like, oh, yeah, they dude. made it to Evo, man. <laughs> if they can make it to Evo, what is Evo? The Evolution Fighting Tournament. It's held in Las Vegas. Every in summer, mid yeah summer, is it it's like, like a bunch biggest, of different fighting it's games? The biggest fighting game tournament of the year. In so the what world. happens? Like like uh, people just flock to wherever this is and yeah, they play I mean, different games. Held all throughout the year, but um, kind of like all the biggest of the big people. Like big heads will pop up in different tournaments, but like everybody goes to Evo. When you say big people, do you mean big games or like big, big gamers? gamers like okay. If you, I mean, if I would say stuff like Daigo and Justin Wong and just a whole Tyler bunch of like, Lantern. Really, I don't know yeah. anything about. I mean, they're guys. all just really like well-known gamers, fighting game players. Okay, it'd be like, like people's favorite. Halo how do you? Team and it's a uh, it's big because it's like it brings people from overseas too. Because it's really big in Japan. Obviously, this is like a real deal. Right. You don't see it as much in America. I mean, you do a little bit, but um, you see it a lot more in like. It's not as much part of our yeah. culture as much. And it becomes a lot more of like what I like to think of it as like a World Cup kind of scenario, to where like you see you oh, know, gamer okay. B from Taiwan. That's you know, sick. Daigo yeah, yeah. from Japan. And people from Singapore. That's cool. What's yeah. super cool about it, too, is, A, the matches are always insanely cool. You yeah. get to watch, like, you know, these are the games you love to play, and they're playing them better than anybody can. Yeah. And also, like, some will come out of nowhere and play a character that no one even gave the time of day. <laughs> and for that whole next year, everyone's playing that character. Yeah, yeah they're, like, the trying deal. to get that, good at that time character. To bring yeah. out your secret weapon character. Yeah. yeah. People, <laughs> like, reinvent sick. the wheel. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's very, dude, it's exciting. E-Honda. It really is. <laughs> it wouldn't be surprised, man. E-Honda this year. They're getting a lot of buffs. Getting a lot of buffs. update, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fighting games are dope, man. Yeah. That's the one thing that sucks. It's like if you do want to get Killer Instinct or whatever or get an Xbox for that, you got to buy a whole new fight stick. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, that's, work. yeah, I mean, that's, but that's okay. Be. Let's go ahead and talk about Xbox for a little bit. Me and Hunter got a chance to play the Xbox for like, we played one game. Mm-hmm, we played for about a day or so. Um, I'm still, I'm sitting by my decision. I'm very happy that I haven't gone and bought either of the systems. I'm not going to buy them for like at least a year, I don't think. Because, I mean, dude, there's just, there's nothing to play on them. It's going to be like on a whim that I buy one of those things, I feel like. Kind of just like, okay, I have the money, I'll go get it, yeah. I guess. 
<laughs> but uh, we played Forza Five, and dude, it's amazing. I gotta say, it's incredible. If it's I the best did, racing game ever. It's not a, it's not anything to go buy a console over. But my God, is it fun! It'd be perfect to like. Okay, I'm finally gonna get an Xbox. I'm gonna buy these games in Forza. You know, it was kind of perfect for you because you kind of just had like a week to test it almost. Yeah. Yeah. Whose Xbox was that? It was my uncle's. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he just took it back, and I forgot to give him his controller. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> he sucks. He texts me tonight. He's like, "I'm gonna get that controller tomorrow." I'm like, oh, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> but dude, that's the one thing I want to talk about though. That rumble feature and those mm-hmm. triggers, triggers mm-hmm. is incredible. It's great. When like so when you're depressing them as hard as you can, like if you're pulling them really hard, they just kind of rumble. But if you, like, barely bring it down a little bit at a time, it literally feels like you're putting your foot down on the gas in the car. It's insane. Or, like, going awesome. over bumps and yeah, stuff. It, yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, you, here, you can hold it. I, I really like the way it feels in your hand. I think it, it's only – it's, like, different enough, but it's also very familiar. I think both of the controllers that – when I've held both of them, so they kind of both, like, reached in the middle a little bit. You yeah. I mean? They kind of – They both kind of took the opposite controllers – Positives yeah. and put them on their own. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're they're getting to like a. It's almost like an asymptote where they're like reaching yeah. like perfection toward each other. <laughs> yes, yeah. you know. So yeah, man, the Xbox is cool. Um, Would you say this is smaller than the Xbox 360 controller? Dude, it looks a hair like a, smaller, very like maybe, a little bit smaller. Thinner. Feels yeah. lighter, honestly. It is, I yeah. think. Yeah, I think it might be. But still, that's no reason to buy spend five hundred bucks. Hmm. Anyway. These uh these buttons in the middle they're supposed to be start they're, and back. Yeah, I don't know if they, it's called back anymore, but it, they function yeah, the same. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's kind of like, like I don't even know button. what their functions are because like before Select. I knew exactly what they do, Select. and now it's kind of just like two squares, three lines. <laughs> <laughs> two squares. <laughs> okay, three well lines. I have no idea what that means. All right, so if we're gonna recap the year. What's the first thing you want to recap? You, we're trying to do like, what's your best movie of the year? What's your best? I think we should at least about yeah, whatever. We talk about just like ups and downs or ups and highs and lows, the most favorite parts of the worst thing that happened to you all year. I mean, we could, man. I don't care. All right. Well, how about you pose the first question? Let's uh, do movie first. I mean, I would like to Bacardi over here. here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm a few pulls ahead of you, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was trying to. <laughs> we have a feeling we're going to take down the rest of that bottle. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, so what? What was the question? Was you, what was the best movie of 2013? Should we say okay? So we had to had have to seen have come it in out theater, in or had to have come out. Had to have come out. Okay, so movies. I'm gonna go ahead and lay out a few that I really liked. Yeah. All right. I loved Oblivion, and we we all recently watched that, so you guys can very good. attest to that. Great movie. Absolutely. Um, saw Elysium. I'm not gonna put Elysium above that movie. Um. What about like different approach, like funny movies, like Anchorman, Anchorman Two? Two Anchorman was pretty hysterical. Had me in stitches. I don't. Th- I haven't laughed that hard in a theater since probably forgetting Sarah Marshall. To be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, to be completely honest. Um, <laughs> what about uh, I saw The Conjuring. Didn't this is the end? That wasn't this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is the end. Was funny. It wasn't as funny as Anchorman Two. Really? Not it even close. I mean, really? You think those are even close? I don't. I remember They're laughing. Close for sure. Dick off. Dude, well, I mean, I, I think just the characters we, that were uh, in. Yeah, we saw that together as well, yeah. and we were definitely crying. Like, but I, dude, yeah, Anchorman like had Anchorman me in my just weeds. had like spots that were just like. Peaked like its peaks yeah. were just too high. <laughs> yeah. The shark scene where they're where singing, Dobie. singing Dobie is Dobie. just for me hilarious. <laughs> okay, um, I saw a shitload of this movies this break. I saw American Hustle, um, Wolf of Wall Street, The Hobbit, um, 
and we just saw 47 Ronin. I didn't that really hear said, much about American Hustle from y'all. Yeah, I that being like. said, like, those last four movies that I saw, I was really, like, super just not blown away by any of them. Yeah, me neither. It's almost like I went in and, like, I... Not that I expected a lot, but I, I went in... I did. Knowing I, as much as you needed to I, know, yeah. Yeah, like I kind of saw what I expected, but I was kind of just like... Well, then okay. let me say this. So I expected to not be blown away by 47 Ronin. Mm-hmm. And I think since I had that expectation, it's a large part of the reason why I liked it so much. Should yeah. that account for how good that movie is, the fact that I had low expectations for it? Or does that mean that like it was just a good movie? I think that that's a great point. Because I think that, one, theatrical trailers have a way bigger role in the success or the perceived success of a movie than we kind of give them credit for, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, like it, it, it's like if your expectation is on 1 out of 10, if your expectation is on a 4 and the movie is a 6, then you're going to be like, fuck yeah, that movie is actually pretty good. Yeah, but if, if your expectation is a 6 and the movie is a 5 – then you're going to be like, well, fuck that movie. You know, kind of like it, – it's almost like whatever you set your expectation to initially going into the movie, if they don't at least meet that, then it's almost like a bad movie for you kind of. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, that being said, like I don't have huge expectations for movies like these just because – See, I'm like, I'm like very highly critical. See, like what do you think is like the things. highest expectations that you had for a movie this year? The Hobbit. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought The Hobbit was going to be amazing. And it was probably one of the worst movies I saw this year. Come on. No, dude. That movie's bad. <laughs> I'm just going to completely disagree. It's, a I, it's bad not a movie. bad movie. Yes, it is. It is Wrong. so boring. You're just going to keep saying that the ending is criminal. It is criminal. And I disagree. I think it perfectly sets you up be, for the next yeah, movie. You can't be held against like for leaving you on a cliffhanger. I'm not That's holding just... it on just that, dude. The rest of the movie was boring. Yeah, it was boring. I'm not gonna say I didn't I mean, fall asleep during that movie. Yeah, your own opinions. I don't. It's fine, Hunter. But. You will agree with me. <laughs> um, but no, I was just gonna say like there's other movies where I will tear I will tear it to pieces over the smallest things, and I realize I do that. But mm-hmm. then like over 47 Ronin, I could have ripped that movie a new one. But I walked out of there being like, you know what? Despite a whole scene that didn't make sense whatsoever, You're, like, optimistic about I it. still liked yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I just liked it because it like really played to all of my, all of me personally, all of my your likes and what I wanted. Yeah. I think that I mean, can I, that can be said for all of us, kind of. Like we all watch anime, we all, and we all yeah, like there's a lot of stuff like, like yeah, that. Anime, fucking, we're all Keanu Reeves fans. Yeah, we're all Keanu Reeves fans. Uh, probably for you and I, at least more recently. At least. Yeah, you convinced us on Keanu Reeves on the last. You're welcome. Podcast. I had other people convince me a little bit now. before, but then y'all definitely solidified it for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think my, f- I'm gonna well. Let me say mine first. Okay, I do have mine. I'm gonna go ahead and say Oblivion. It was my favorite movie this year. Yeah. Unless I can go ahead and think of something else, like scene for scene, it's it's close with The Conjuring too. Because with both those movies, it was like every time a plot point, like a the the plot was progressed through some action, I would I would think to myself like, well, that's almost it's it's not obvious that they would go that way, but it's more it was very like it, the stories were both easy to follow. But they weren't oversimplified, mm-hmm. and like I understood every turn that they took, and I was like, okay, well that was a good idea, and this was a good idea. And then like even in uh, in Oblivion, if you remember, when they're in the little hideout with all the humans, they look at that picture. There was a painting of a little of a girl in a field looking at a house, and I've seen this picture before in an art history class, 
and it's spoke and like the, the little girl is actually crippled and basically the whole meaning of the picture is that you want to go home but you can't i'm like oh my god they're trying to go home but it was like and like i when i was watching the movie and that popped up i was like god every little note they did was just perfect for me mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely cool so i'm gonna say that movie is your favorite? Yeah, I mean, like we watched it, it together, great. and I thought it was really good. Yeah. The, the only thing about it that I didn't really care for is I felt like there was a lot left to be desired about the uh, the aliens. I mm-hmm. felt like they kind of just like they just didn't even really they didn't really even show many aliens. But do they yeah, are they obligated like, to do that? I think that was no, what was it, cool about the that movie was what I wanted even, to see, and I didn't yeah, get to see did, it. Like, yeah, but that's why I kind of liked it was that you wanted to see that, but like it was almost so simple what it was. Like mm-hmm. That was doing it all. Yeah, it was just like that entity, which makes not sense. to give away the movie. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, okay. Yeah. So that's my pick. <clears throat> that being said, with that movie too, is that like I didn't have high expectations for that movie. I didn't like. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody did. Cool. I had me too either. Yeah, and I think when you went and saw it, you were like, it was really good, and I was like, I don't know, Chase. <laughs> but but then everybody I talked to when they they all went to go see it, they're like, it was really good, and that also came out right around the same time as that other like. Will Smith. Oh, after Earth. Movie. Oh, came out after right Earth. The same yeah, time. you're right. And like, I, I don't know. It's just funny. Because and that, that was a was blowout. Like, I didn't see that one. No, it was horribly terrible. I wanted to see it really bad, but everyone told me it was. Uh, like, it was like a yeah, father and a son and a camera and, and, some, and some effects. That's what happened. Was that like everybody was like, "Dude, that movie's gonna be so good, Max." And like, I went and I saw it with my. It was like one of the first dates I went on with my girlfriend, and like we walked out of the movie. It was so bad. And that <laughs> no being way. said, I was like, I've never walked These out of movies a movie. Are terrible. Either. I'm never trusting or not trusting my instincts again. And then, yeah. like, I didn't go see Oblivion. Everybody said it was great. Fuck my instincts. I'm gonna. Uh, this isn't wasn't my favorite movie. I think honestly, I think the movie that I got the biggest reaction out of was Anchorman Two. I think it's that was. I mean, it just made me. It made me fucking laugh a fuck ton. But um, the movie that I'm gonna give like a special note to, which like I know that Chase didn't really care for it as much, but for me, it accomplished what it was trying to accomplish, which to, which was to get you into this environment and to actually know what it's like because very few people have known what this is like, which is gravity. Mm. I feel like they did a great job of feel, of letting you know how helpless humans really are in space. you know. And that was what I really took from it. I yeah, was like, space if I was in space, very, like, I would be po- fucked. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, it's such a ominous thing out there. So, I, And I really liked the fact that they only needed like two characters. It's just like a very simple – like they didn't even hardly need a plot. It was just entirely just like, oh, shit. It really wasn't Thing after thing after thing. Plot. just it like, like just a Vince. Yeah, it was just like a Vince and like she almost died like eight times. Yeah. You know, and it was crazy how she got through So it, was that so. your pick or is Anchorman 2 your pick? That was my special note. Okay. Anchorman 2 is my pick. Okay, okay. so The Conjuring's my special note then. Okay. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing of a special note now. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, guys, um, I'm going to go with a little bit of a curveball <laughs> because it was didn't come out in the last – Six months. Okay. And it also kind <laughs> of came out in like special theaters late December of last year, but then it appeared in every theater. Are like you we saw seriously going to say this? Yeah, I'm going to say You're going to say this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm going to say A Place Beyond Two Pines. Oh, okay. My fa- it's my favorite movie. Really? A Place Beyond Two Pines? Yeah, A Place Beyond the Pines. A Place Beyond what the Pines. What is that? That was with Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, and You're such a Mendes. big Ryan Gosling fan, dude. Yes, I am. I Drive am just well. made you his biggest boner boy. First off, Drive's amazing. Drive no, I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying you love Ryan Gosling. I do love Ryan Gosling. <laughs> 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 you probably watch The Notebook all the time now. Look, I've never seen The Notebook. Imagine yourself as Rachel McAdams. 
Those lips like, are I so mean, supple. Being, yeah, I am. I am a huge Ryan Gosling fanboy. I am too. I like him. Yeah. Well, if you've seen the movie, spoiler alert: he's only in it for like thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's yeah. Well, that's another thing. It came out of fucking nowhere. I went through a whirlwind of emotions first going in. Ryan Gosling fanboy. Can't wait to see this Ryan Gosling. Me and him held hands in that. Yeah. We were skipping. We're just some goons. And then when we. <laughs> just the fucking um, first off, Ryan Gosling did a really good job, and then I remember, like you said, he dies in like the f- forty minutes into it, and okay. I remember just like kind of looking over at Chase, yeah, and fuck? being like, "There's no way that just happened." <laughs> yeah, dude. And that being said, like Bradley Cooper's character hasn't really been introduced yet, and no. then, but that's how the movie is: is the movie is split into like three Parts. different thirds time frames, and it shows, yeah. And I just thought it was really. Like, yeah, like I said, I went into it thinking it was going to be awesome. Then I was skeptical. Then it ended up being awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was, that's why I really liked that movie a lot. And I just think it did have a really good story. And it was also Great very story. relatable. Very, and it was like, it, it completed, the, it was trying to show a cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it didn't complete the cycle to like the last scene. Very last. And it did it little so bit. well. It if I can give my like long shot, as in like, I think, I think this was made out in this, it, it was made or put out this year. Um, me and Riley went and saw Django Unchained at the very beginning that was of the December year. December twenty fifth, really, twenty twelve. Yeah, I really liked that movie. That I was, thought yeah, it was really good. Movie. I love Quentin Tarantino, man. I've boner for Quentin Tarantino, as you should. Yeah, he's so his baller. next movie apparently is going to be another western, but it's not going to be a sequel to Django. That's cool. That's fine by me. Yeah, that's great. Do you think it's, <laughs> you think he's going to keep going with that weird dude that keeps playing all the like Goofy intellectual? Oh, like, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I hope so, dude. That guy's so talented. Yeah, that guy interesting. Is he is such an incredible he's, actor. He he just brings so much presence to the to the screen, man. Absolutely. Even when he was on SNL, you were just like, he, he did an SNL show. Yeah, no and way. it's one of the funniest ones out there. <laughs> no way. But like when I he bet. when he was doing his skits, like you could tell. He was out of place because of how good he was. <laughs> like he almost didn't fit in. Like he's like an actor. Acting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he was acting. Exactly. <laughs> it was good, man. That's funny. Yeah. Do you cool. have any uh, honorable mentions? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of movies. He's that Place Beyond the Pines. And, I mean, that's well, that's my, his that's my one. pick. That was okay. my pick. I don't like. You didn't. You don't. You're not a big theater person, are you? I'm not a huge theater person. I am. Um, I'm I not a big really movie goer. To, I gotta I really love the movies. Want to go to the movies? I love movies. I don't like going. To I'm the typically movies. the ones I'm convincing the you guys. Way. to I'm go. the same way. I was like, I'm totally I like fine that. with watching it on DVD. <laughs> yeah, I like seeing movies that came out in the comfort of my own home. I or... don't, man. I love being in the huge screen and the sound. I agree with that, but I mean. I think it's Sound better for sure, but I don't want to pay fucking ten dollars to go see. Yeah, I was even, I was too, thinking about that you know when I was I mean? buying Blu-rays. What did I say? Blu-rays, movies. Um, oh, oh, I buy Blu-ray Blu-ray now. player now. <laughs> Big dickin'. <laughs> but uh, like the movie's ten bucks, and I'm like, that's a fucking ticket. I could have just bought this movie and watched it. You know? Yeah. I especially sp- spent twenty bucks on this thing. Anyway, you know, honorable mention. I don't really have one. I can't really think of one that was a uh, man of Tai Chi Pacific Rim. Was yeah, that made this year? Man of Tai Chi come out. Man of Tai Chi came out in 2013. It did. I would it's say honorable dope. mention. Yeah, it's that's pretty, a pretty cool. honorable mention. This Let's talk about that movie. So we watched the Man of Tai Chi last night, two nights ago. Two nights ago. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, I think it was Keanu Reeves' first movie directing. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves directed this movie. I don't know if he wrote it. I don't know if he did. But Probably like helped produce directed it. Directed it and like starred in it. And essentially, it's just like, hey, here's a kung fu movie. We know. It knows what it is. It Which knows is it's a martial arts movie. Okay. And, dude, it 
anytime I go see a martial arts movie and there's like four or five fight scenes throughout like two hours, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did I even, you know, this is like a horrible drama with some fighting sprinkled in. Right. That movie was high octane, balls to the wall, great choreography throughout. Great choreography. Some really sick moves thrown in there. Rowdy characters. Keanu Reeves' character was sick. He was yeah. a fucking Very anime evil. guru. Yeah, exactly. Like I just loved how super, much Ganray. Yeah. Definitely so Sakyo. Like you, bad, yeah, exactly. We were watching Yu Yu Hakusho the next day, and we were like relating the characters. It, but... it even showed like at the very end when the dude did the chi. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would think that would look like. Yeah, you know, perfect. That was awesome. And the thing that the thing that I like is like what I really what I really get pissed off is I I feel like there's almost like in these kung fu movies, especially lately, there's almost like this like trend that's happening where there's like the kung fu artist and then there's like this other side plot that happens where people are like trying to figure shit out or something like some administrative or authority yeah like a detective ninja ninja assassins yeah and so like i fucking hate that shit and so like that was at least like it was definitely a part of this story but it was minimalistic not only that it was weaved into the fighting and like as that stuff was going on like so was the main plot which was just nothing but fighting yeah (laughs) So I think that it was, like, really well done. There's definitely, like, two or three different loose ends that you rate can point it. out. Rate it. Out of ten. Rate it on a Kung rate Fu 1 to 10 or just a movie 1 to 10? Movie. Movie 1 to 10, I'll give it a 7. Kung Fu 1 to 10, I'll give it an 8.5. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, Kung Fu movies aren't my favorite movies. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, they don't get me stirred as much as probably a lot of other movies. So like if I was just gonna give it a, like a movie rating on an every movie basis, I'd probably give it like a seven. So it's a but game. if I was gonna compare it to like every other kung fu movie I'd seen, I'd say it's better than most and give it eight point five. Well, I mean, if you're rating it as a movie, that means you're saying like the plot was great and blah blah blah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like because I inherently think that kung fu kung fu movies should have mm-hmm. shittier plots. Right, uh-huh. like, and so, yeah. like, considering that it had a shittier plot, that, yeah. yeah, considering that it had a shittier plot, it was an eight point five. Okay, you well, know what I mean. But with the plot considered, it was a seven. All right. So I guess for me, as a martial arts movie, I'm gonna give it a nine. It was fucking because good. Not like that, and I, I say that because there's only there's only like a couple movies that when there there's people who don't watch martial arts movies that I'll show them to try to get them into it and that's definitely going to be one of them now okay I'm going to show people that movie this coming from Chase who's never rated a beer above 8 <laughs> <laughs> that's not true I think I gave the, the not the one we did in the holiday but the one before that I think I gave it an 8.5 really I think oh so. well that beats still me still wasn't a 9 <laughs> yeah <laughs> couldn't get that 9 so okay. I'm going to give it a 9 alright I'll, I'll give it I'll give it an 8.5 I think it was Awesome. Um, I think the choreography was really good. Um, what would you give the raid? I would give the raid a nine. And never, I would give never saw the raid. Like it, mom would be. Like, it, mom's like it what mom's I a consider 10. a ten. And okay. then like everything that goes as close to it as it can. That's that's yeah. and that's kind of how I do scales. It's like what I consider my favorite is What's a ten. The best is a ten. And yeah, and then everything works up to that until the next thing that beats it is a ten. Yeah. Um, it Man's a perfect ten. Too. I haven't seen It Man. I don't think, dude. That's it's so good. A travesty. It's literally <laughs> like I want to just watch it right. But now. Like, it's got a is, great sure. plot. What is yeah. what is what sets that apart from say Man of Tai Chi? Okay, so first off, plot very good. It's actually a good plot. Actually, a good plot. Okay. Great story. You're in the story. Any romance involved at all? 
He has a wife. He has a wife. Okay. Actually, no. I think is is the end of It Man where he fights the boxer, the the English guy. It Man Two. Okay. Okay. Because I saw that scene, which was interesting, at least. Yeah. I didn't see It Man. Yeah, but I mean, great story. Um, obviously, the fight choreography was just like the best thing you've ever seen in your it entire still life. Still is the best fight choreography I've ever seen. How um, just... unrealistic was it? Like, did they do a lot of like flying? No, shit? no none absolutely at all. realistic. And that's what like kind of bugs me about stuff too. Is you can see that kind of a lot of Man of Tai Chi movies, yeah, too, where they get hit and they kind of like when they fly. But I don't mind that like... as long as it's not like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah me neither. Like, really like, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where they're like literally floating on trees. You're like, okay, well, this is retarded. Yeah, but it's supposed then, to be like a fantasy. Yeah, I mean, but, but that's that. but it takes you away from reality, and that's like kind of like where you're based in. Yeah, but the like, rest if the rest of the movie is good enough to be like if you can if a movie can make you suspend your disbelief, then taking you from reality shouldn't be a knock against it. It's just the rest of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon isn't good enough for you to believe that they're floating on trees. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's like I just think it's goofy that like they'll have fighting scenes where they're like firmly planted on the ground, and then they'll just like literally turn around and run away like on the wind, and you're like, what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> Like, how did they decide that that was okay yeah. to do it there as opposed to anywhere else, you know? Yeah, I guess I kind of understand that. I feel like Man of Tai Chi, like, the only things that they did that were real like that was really, like, kind of, like, if they got flipped by somebody, they would go farther than normal. Or yeah. if they there hit somebody, a times they might they, go farther than normal They hung in the air, like, a little while yeah. longer than they But it wasn't like they were flying or anything, yeah. which was fine by me. But you don't get any of that Nippon at all. Okay, okay, and cool. Well, perfect. I wanted to say it, Nippon has the best fighting scene best kung fu fighting scene yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life yes Jesus but he fights 10 so, black belts he fights 10 black belts it's like literally the coolest thing <laughs> it's, and most well choreographed fight it's disgusting yeah no in fact 10 yeah. that makes me want to see this in right fact now. when I say like okay there's movies I show people to try to get them into martial arts movies if I'm going to even try to to get them to watch a martial arts movie you I'm like watch this YouTube. scene on YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. yeah I seriously show yeah. them that well I need to go fucking see this shit it's fucking Awesome. It's brutal, dude. It's so good. <laughs> Does he kill people in the movie? I'm sure some of them probably died in that scene because <laughs> they got real beaten. Off the top of your head, can you give me a one through three martial arts movies? Because I, I got mine. Yeah, Chase is all about the one through three list. Uh, I love the list. Maybe The Raid and, I don't know, The Protector. That's exactly mine. Yeah, that's I would exactly say that's, that my, probably list. my top three. Yep. I can't even contribute to that. So. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, skip. Wave it. Honorable mentions. I like Bruce Lee films a lot too, but I mean, Co- just... Chinese Connections went number four. Yeah, Chinese Connection. Yeah, Chinese Connections up there. That one's Dude, awesome. See that nunchuck scene? Fucking. See you later. Sweet. Made me a Bruce Lee fan for life. Is that the same one that has the uh, the one where he like? What's the one where he like windmill kicks like six dudes in that one room and it's like he's surrounded by people? That's not Chinese Connection, but that's a different one. Fist of Fury. That's Fist of Fury. Fist of Fury? No, 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 no. Which one's Fist of Fury? It gets really no, confusing. No, Fist of Fury is, is Chinese Connection. I was going to say, it gets yeah. really confusing because there's a Fist of Fury and a Fist of Fury, and one of those is actually Chinese <laughs> Connection. One of them is plural, names, and one of them's not. And they have different names in China, and it gets really confusing. And the ones that I have, I think, are the Chinese names. So Okay, well, I don't know. Uh, it gets a little confusing. I know what you're talking See, about. See, like, okay, would y'all something. consider The Matrix to be, quote-unquote, a, a martial cool arts movie? movie? It would be, it's not a kung it's fu, but it's... martial arts in it, I think. But like, would you put it in the rankings with the other no, movies? No, because I th- uh, no. you like martial arts movies. I feel like you go for the martial arts, whereas yeah. Matrix is like, hey, we've got this awesome ass idea and plot line plus aw- awesome martial arts. You know, it's not the centerpiece. I don't know. It's not, I, don't, I wouldn't consider. No, it yeah, martial exactly. Arts. There's some not, crazy shit that happens in the Matrix too. There's just yeah, there's some really good yeah martial arts fight scene in Matrix too. So. 
Keanu Reeves shrugged no, his I'm, I'm going to go home right after this and watch that Ant-Man scene, man. Uh, screw that. The second we, we hit stop on this recording. <laughs> We're just going to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we got – so, yeah, we just did our best movies. Does anybody – okay, does anybody else other than me watch shows – on t- like TV series, TV really. shows. I watch comedy shows and comedy shows only. Fuck, man, because I just wanted to talk about Breaking Bad, and it really bothers me that I can't talk about it I with you guys. Go for it. You talk about it. I don't know. I mean, that's it was just I like, don't know anything about it, but I'll yeah. talk about it. It's just like, in the same way that Game of Thrones was like this huge epidemic that like everybody thought that it was like this oh. mind blowing thing. It's like Breaking Bad was the same thing. It's a cultural phenomenon. Dude. And like, for like a week when that when that um finale was coming and then about two days after it it's like literally all that was on any, social media anything like i could just be in chipotle and people in front of me and behind me in line and on the line who were making my breeders like yeah so breaking bad <laughs> everyone dude it's just like i don't know like the character himself because the guy's just such a good inherent sounding liar right like he's like he he didn't really seem like that good in any other roles that he played prior to this. He like he had been in, role, yeah. he'd been he'd been in a lot of other Wait, roles. Which, which guy? Brian, Brian Cranston, who's oh, the main. Yeah, Malcolm's dad. Yeah, got it. And he just seems kind of like a liar, like almost like a sleazeball almost. Mm-hmm. But I think that the entire like there's so much that's weaved into the story. Like in the first episode, he talks about like he's like chemistry. Well, technically, chemistry is the study of matter, but. I like to think of chemistry but. as the study of change, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, when, when he says that, it, it plants a seed for the entire rest of the fucking series. And every episode, you can see Walt White just, like, slowly but surely change into this fucking just badass. And he does all these <laughs> things with, like, like, he'll just say these things, like, to different people at different points in time where you're like, oh, my God, he reached a new level right there. Like, his wife had this one point. Where she's like, his wife throughout the show is just an entire bore. Like, all she ever does is worry about the safety of her family and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, shut the fuck up, Skylar. <laughs> and she, like, talks about, like, well, what what are we going to do when there's somebody knocking at our door and, you know, they just come and shoot you or something? And he's like, you think that somebody will be coming and knocking at our door and shoot me? No. I am the one who knocks. I am the danger. And she, and then you're like, oh shit! He just reached a whole new level, dude. Like, it's 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 just so crazy seeing like a normal guy just go completely fucking berserk, but in like a really cool way, in my opinion. I don't know. I think that's what everybody like really resonated with it because you start out seeing this guy who's like a chemistry teacher who's fucking boring as fuck, and by the end of it, you're like, this guy is a fucking badass. <laughs> Everything about this dude. Nice. Yeah, I tried watching, like I watched two, ep- three episodes of House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Really good show, but Kevin Spacey's a no baller. desire to like keep I watching. Just, I yeah. can't do it. Like I just, I want to. I want to be into these shows, man. I feel left out. Because you, because Chase used to really like Lost. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, I watched every episode. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like it, it surprises me that you got as attached to it that as you did, but then like you didn't really ever catch hold with another thing. Because dude, like when I think back on it now, like I don't even. I remember probably like four major things that happened in that show. You know. Well, I probably only remember like three, like you know, five or six things that happened in Breaking Bad, but it doesn't make it not awesome. I guess. I just know. I, I just know that I'll never dedicate that much time to something. Like a TV show. Again. Like video games? <laughs> well, 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 guys, let's not be well. ridiculous. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. 
Okay, well, uh, so what are some other things that we can recap on 2013 for? Uh, we could do best live concert. You want to do that one? We could. I mean, I don't think I even, I don't even know if yeah. I went to a concert. Because every time I invited you, you're just like, nah. I'd rather be being, being frugal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do that one. Uh, Tenacious D was last year, right? When was yeah. Tenacious D? Actually, fuck July, that. I went to ACL, so fuck that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Fun 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 Festival was definitely last year. What am I thinking? Yep. Um, well, I'll just say, I'd say probably Thor was like one of the most. Dude, Valiant Thor was awesome. I'd say Valiant Thor was. Y'all got to go together? That came out of nowhere. When was that? What? It's just a random, like. Was it the summer? Summertime at some point. You were home. Yeah, it was right when the summer started. Yeah, we just picked up and we just went to go see Valiant Thor. We thought it'd be super cool. Uh, We (laughs) have been to Fitzgerald's a lot, and Fitzgerald's is sweet, it's very small. They ended up playing in the bottom room of Fitzgerald's. Even smaller. Which is like the baby stage. That's like where our friend Nick has played before. Yeah. So it's like super brutal and like Up small. close and personal. We were there super early, which we didn't really even need to be. Nope. But we were anyway, and we were front row and like literally like valuing himself. Like <laughs> fucking crotch was pretty much in my face for the, most part of the whole <laughs> fucking movie. And it was awesome, the whole show, and it was great. And like, yeah, but it was just so awesome, so much energy, and I love music with high energy, and that's I've well, never I when I left, I, my shirt was soaked through, and I had sweat like down to my thighs. That's how sweaty I got at that show. That's I, how high the energy was. I, I did, did not, not stop, stop moving. moving yeah. Since the thing that really blew my mind was when Chase was talking about this concert, and he said that the fucking Valiant himself went and sat down, like crisscross applesauce in the middle of the fucking Yeah, like, and we like, all floor. sat around him. <laughs> yeah, and that's, what, that's like his thing. And I remember uh, he did that at Fun 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 Fest, which is awesome. It was on a lot bigger scale. That's dope. But he, yeah, he like went out into the crowd at Fun 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 Fest, and he like split us up. And he, like, rode like a boat and like, made us all, like, row with him. And it was fucking <laughs> sweet. And then he made us all, like, bow to the guitar soloist who was going at the time. <laughs> fucking awesome. And their band has looked cool. It's just such a, like, high-movement, high-energy show. I will say like, this, though. In the opening band, I don't remember what they were or whatever, but, like... The this, band? this was yeah. This was like the most metal shit I've ever seen. The guitarist uh, to our right, <laughs> like right before the show starts, he like kind of puts his guitar up and he like gets in his little power stance and he's sort of like looking around and bouncing a little bit. And then like right before the show starts, he just takes his shirt off. <laughs> and he's got this tattoo of the Balrog on oh. his side with like Gandalf in front of it, and he just like gets in his stance and just. Just goes. <laughs> I remember because that was just such a sweet, like, yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Like, they all got on stage and they were all, like, just dudes. And then, like, the fucking singer was just like, yeah, hey, what's going on? We are, like, ramming speed. Like, we are Leviathan. Yeah, yeah we are ramming, ramming speed. speed. ramming speed. And we're here to, like, play some metal music. And it was like, explodes <laughs> <laughs> with so much metal. And, like, yeah. when you're that close and it's that personal, like, I've seen metal shows before, but that was just, like, it was just so funny because it was, it was just like people much. and then it was like a metal fucking concert. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's so interesting is like how much how much interaction has to do with like how much va- value comes with that concert, you know? It's like like I remember thinking that, you know, I went to ACL and I saw the National and they fucking, I mean, they were okay. Limp dickin'. They didn't really have anything like any song that I was like, this is badass. It was all like U2 kind of stuff. <laughs> but the one thing that I will remember about that band forever is like the guy went into the crowd and literally did like a huge like fifty meter radius semicircle into the crowd, and that's like 
one of the coolest moments of the con- of the whole ACL experience is just that like he was in the crowd like wasted just like being you know a drunk ass and like I don't know interaction plays so much into like what you take from a concert that's how know? it should be though and yeah, that's what I'm saying like I've had bands completely like make me a fan because of how good they would be like White opening Danum. for somebody and like dude they blow like when they're just put on a good live show like that and they take the time to like give a shit. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I I, I hate to be a bore, but like, <laughs> I went to ACL and I saw Adams, Adams for, Peace, for Peace. Yeah, so Ooh. that's gonna be my favorite. I was Adams just, for Peace. It's you know uh, that is? it's a super group that is comprised of Flea for bass, Tom York for guitar and oh, singer. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Um, and then, like, Nigel Godrick does some stuff. I think the drummer for Beck is in it. Yeah, that's who it is. And then they also have, like, one other dude. But it's – I mean, I was just – I really wanted to go see Flea and Tommy York, like, interact with each other on stage. Dude, I, I even – people who, cool who aren't fans of, like, who even both Radiohead or Red Hot Chili Peppers would be like, yeah, those two – murdered it (laughs) like apparently their chemistry on stage was like palpable yeah like the way i I think that like i think that um like flea really respects the kind of like experimental nature of tom york and tom york really really respects like the like when he went on when they went on Colbert, colbert together um, the way Tom York put it, like why he really wanted to work with Flea, is he was like, he's the only bassist I've ever heard that like plays his instrument like a lead. You know, he plays the bass like he's a lead, like artist. Mm-hmm. And so like that's why he wanted to be with him. And I was like, fuck yeah, man! He has so much respect for him. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that was sick, man. Like I, I literally waited like three and a half hours just to get the second row for that concert and just like shat myself the whole fucking time it was awesome that is awesome well my number one was rush (laughs) i met rush last year yeah dude i'm so fucking jealous man you could have been there shut up you just had to go to a dinner with your blah 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 blah, blah. i just had to do something that was like mandatory (laughs) i'd consider shaking hands with those legends pretty mandatory it's pretty (laughs) pretty mandatory yeah i'm pretty jealous that was this year that, yeah, it yeah, was that April was this year. Really? April. That's awesome. In fact, I was sitting there like, what am I going to say? I'm like, oh, yeah, I met Rush. Oh, yeah, no, when I met my favorite band of all time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if you had, like, what did you end up saying to them? So everyone else in front of me was just, like, shaking their hand, shaking their hand, picture done, right? Really quick. Yeah. I walked up and was like, what's up? I'm Chase. And then Getty was just like, hey. But Alex Lifeson was real, like, cool. hey, how are you, blah, blah. And I was like, looked at him, I was like, hey, congrats on getting in the Hall of Fame. And he was like, ha, thanks, dude. Really appreciate it. And I was like, okay. And that was pretty much it. I mean, it was real quick, but I did say a little bit more than anyone else. And, you know, Alex, dude, Alex Lifeson was the jam. He's the goofiest, he like he's just the coolest, coolest he is, charismatic man. dude. Yeah, the one that's like, yeah, the cool guy. Because, like, Getty is cool, but it's Getty's a lot more like, cool. like like a soft flame, whereas, like, <laughs> Alex is kind of just like a out-in-the-open goof. personality, like, his personality, not, like, his image, because Getty Lee, you can definitely, like, recognize him Getty more Lee than is anybody the, yeah. else. Like, yeah. if you were to see him He's on the street, you could see him. But I think, like, personality-wise, and I've seen that in interviews with them before, like, Alex is, like, the most easy to tell. Like, if they He's got in trouble, goofball. it's like they'd send Alex to go talk to the cop. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect analogy. But, like, yeah, it's almost like each of them, in their own respect, contributes so much 
to like what is Rush. Like Neil yeah. Peart contributes, I would say, probably the most musically, like with the lyrics and just the outrageous drum solos and all that stuff. <laughs> Getty Lee contributes. <laughs> Getty Lee contributes his like goofy voice and crazy look, and then Alex contributes his like complete He's goofiness the and just yeah. Alex, he's what everyone can relate to. Alex is just like completely goofy, but also like allows people to enjoy Rush because he he makes he makes the guitar match extremely hard time signature changes, and it seems kind of easy, you know. So like everybody, everyday people can be like, yeah, I get it, you know. <laughs> I so get Rush. They they're all just sad. Ah, they're so good. And you really don't think about Rush as being like a super iconic like guitar band, but. Alex Lifeson has some of the best guitar work. Absolutely. Can, His riffs. hear from that time. When, that, like, when he's playing, you know it's him. Like, yeah. would you, like, if you would say, like, I would put him in a top blank of the of guitars of all time, what would you say? Like, top? Oh, ten. Top ten? No, top, top five. Ten, at least. I'd say top, top ten. ten. I'd say top ten. You can think of five better people? Yeah. Who? Uh, My number one's Kirk Hammett. And I'm not going off of, like, like shredding ability or anything. I'm saying like no, purely melodic and everything everything in, involved. I I love Jimi Hendrix. I love Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, I really like John Frusciante, dude. I think John Frusciante okay. is a fucking yeah, badass. I really like John that. Mayer, too. I think he's fucking raw. Yeah, but what differentiates him from uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan? Uh, who? John Mayer. Uh, he does a lot more like acoustic stuff. It's a lot more like alternative. Okay. Like he's not as like he's done bluesy stuff, but his blues is kind of like, a, a like, a um, it's like a tangent to what he does. Like oh. he's done the John Mayer trio, which was like very bluesy, but then he's also done like very alternative, a couple of main like a lot some mainstream stuff. I think like he's kind of more like he's like a really like eclectic. awesome e eclectic yeah guitarist. Um, well, that's I, I also really just like. Watching you think John fucking... Mayer's better than than Alex Lifeson? I think it's arguable. Really? I think it's arguable. I think I think Alex Lifeson has more like iconic like dude, you want to talk about acoustic work? Alex Lifeson has some seriously awesome acoustic stuff. He does. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and not bow gonna... down against that. <laughs> yeah. But I think that I think that I think John Mayer kinda like made his way through his guitar work. Whereas like Alex Lifeson was kind of almost like if anything, compared to Getty and Neil, like, almost along for the ride. Okay. You know what I mean? I can mm -hmm. dig that. Not to mention, like, just them being, like, a classic rock band. A lot of people like to give those bands, like, priority over, like, being the best guitarists in the world. But a lot of, like, modern-day guitarists get overlooked because of that, honestly. Yeah, I agree. A lot of people are like, you're really going to say, like, Jimi Hendrix isn't the best? It's like, we've come a long way. Yeah. There's people, a lot of new shit stuff coming out, and people are still ripping guitar pretty mean. Like, would you, like, okay, you said that you really respect the Mars Volta guitarist. I was about to say, Omar, Omar Rodriguez, Rodriguez is definitely yeah. one of the best guitarists of all time. Just because, and Kirk he will Hammett, be in dude. The future. He'll be a lot more recognized for that. Yeah. Even though he is now, but I'm just saying, like. Yeah. Kirk Hammett is fucking raw. He's my brother's Kirk favorite Hammett's my number time. one. Uh, Omar Rodriguez is um, Cole's number one, though. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a respectable choice. I'll There's say. this guy named, like. It's like something like Damasi or Damas something. My dad like showed me this guy who's just like super awesome at guitar, and he's been doing a lot of stuff. I can't name. Who's him. Who's your number one, Max? Him. Favorite guitarist of all time? Yes. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have like a number one, but I would say like to cover my grounds, you know, as far as like top three, is I would say probably Jimmy Page. 
And I would say... Really? There you go. Uh, can't can't, can't say the same. I would say Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple, just because when I was younger, that was like... That was your dude. That was my dude. <laughs> that was everything. Me and like, I think uh, Child in Time was like one of my favorite solos of all time. Um, I just think he was awesome. And then... As far as something like new, as I explored more Spanish guitar within the last two years or so, I would say Paco de Lucia. I don't even know who that is. He's probably the most like iconic Spanish guitar player okay. of all time. And if you just look up his stuff, it's a huge list of work. He's been doing stuff since like the 70s. Him or maybe like John D'Amalio, which is another sort of like jazz and Spanish guitar player. But when it really comes to like... That sounds so much more cultured than we do. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just because like, I've been in the classic rock game and I've been in like the rock guitar for so long. That honestly, I not like. I still like to talk about it, but I'm really not that impressed by it. Yeah, I, I I'm mean, really not. It, unless it's something super creative and awesome, or like something <laughs> that's very iconic. I'm really just not impressed by it. And that's why I'm kind of surprised that you say Jimmy Page, because I I think that he has amazing riffs and awesome melodies, but I feel like his like there is some guitar work where like um, like in Babe, I'm gonna leave you. I I can cite a specific guitar solo he did and it's acoustic and he like makes his way down the fretboard and it, again like they're they're recording in like 19 fucking 60 and they're then and, and i think that they're probably playing it like essentially live like they're just like doing a one quick run through you know and like that's their song that's their studio version but he has like this run through of like a solo and it's like sloppy it's I, yeah that's like, and, again like, i don't want to say jimmy page's solos are the best i don't think they are other than like you know i definitely think that uh Stairway to Heaven's up there, and there's other good solos. But honestly, I don't think his solos are really that good. I think his solos are what I hate. It's a lot more about his melodies and just like the riffs that he Yeah, brings. but his melodies and his riffs are the best. His yeah. riffs are sick. His riffs very are powerful, sick, very dude. Tony Iommi's riffs. Yeah. Tony Iommi's fucking mean. I would say, dude, uh, as far as drummers go, I would say his name Charlie Watts from Black Sabbath, I think. Oh, that's probably that's my favorite good, drummer yeah, of all that's, time. That's a good one, man. Your favorite drummer? Are we going to drummers now? The bass pedal work. Just that, that kind guy. of like that sort of groove, and when you find sweet grooves in metal music, I think that's the <laughs> coolest sound yeah. you can. And I'm not saying like fucking like rap metal crossover that's retarded. I'm saying like fucking just <laughs> groove. Retarded. I'm saying like that. That's just like you know you get that a lot from like the sword. You mean like like, like when they kind of like back off the super intensity almost, and like they they like they like hit their climax, and then they kind of work back and like, like find this like weird like their bass hits and like their snares are like different from like keeping a, the beat or keeping like a rhythm like it's a lot more you feel it's power of hits you feel a lot more yeah. powers in the hits the thing that i really respect about metal is like they're there like they're fucking completely like in the state of their music i feel like you know like you it's can't you can't intense. half-heartedly do metal you know <laughs> whereas like if you you know if you're in an alternative band you might half-heartedly have a shitty concert but like if you're gonna go out and be a metal band you're gonna fucking <laughs> rage on stage <laughs> All right, how about to round out our our year in our review? Our recap. We could, how about we just say, what was our best moment of 2013? You want to walk down that road? I don't. Because I can, I can throw mine out to get us started. Like, like, be elaborate with yours so I can think of mine. All right. <laughs> Take like 10 minutes to explain. Yeah. Here it is. Got time. My number one weekend of 2013 was the Formula One race weekend. For a variety of reasons. Number one, for like three months leading up to it, I just went into this F1 craze where I was watching every race. True. I was on YouTube all night watching F1 stuff, listening to F1 podcasts. Facebooking. Reading F1 blogs, doing all that. So I wanted to get there. Number two, 
my papa is a huge racing fan, so he's like super into it. And I got us free tickets to go walk the pit be- the weekend or the week before the race. So me and him got to go into the pit lane, see all the garages, had this incredible once in a lifetime, honestly, you know, experience. Then once the race weekend got there, and I was on the track, and I got to walk all through the track and see it in person. The cars are just ripping by you, just like shaking your chest. It's just amazing, You're like literally in awe of the just technical achievement of mankind <laughs> yeah, when you rowdy. see these things. Mm-hmm. Then not only that, but you got the whole Williams clan in one spot. Everyone's super excited for the weekend. So we're all like on our A game, just having a great time. We went to bangers and ate sausage and drank beer and like just got real rowdy. Um I shook Sebastian Vettel's hand, which was incredible. I got to go on top of the the tower at the race for free, and get, I got a free champagne tour, so I had to drink champagne for free while I was up there. I got another signature on a hat from a, uh, a driver from the Williams team, which is my name, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right, the actual race was insane. Like literally, like I will probably look at that weekend forever. I just I, I it was I was so happy that weekend it was stupid. It was just like it'll be hard to beat. I got you. Because it all came together. So that's my number one twenty thirteen moment. Okay. Max, you wanna go or me? I, I don't you need me to go? what I would say. Sounds like yeah, crappy okay. year. Uh, I did have a crappy year. This wasn't that's this fine. wasn't the golden age of Max this yeah, year. Yeah, well we could talk how about we talk about the crappiest moment? <laughs> oh absolutely. I've got plenty of those. <laughs> Um, How about we just review our year then? I'll give my I'll give my twenty thirteen. Mine was fantastic. Yeah. Max, you go. <laughs> uh, uh, Eight point five for change. I think uh, <laughs> nine. Dude, review the year. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna give. So let me. Well, then let me consider everything. In January, I was still at Texas State. Mm-hmm. I had just come off of changing my lifestyle and all those habits, so I'm feeling good about that. Ran a marathon in March. Awesome. I was there. Yep. Got accepted to UT in the summer. Boom. Bada bing. Um, went to work at the bistro. Got a whole new skill set as far as job comes. Learned a whole bunch about wine. Learned a whole bunch about food. Learned a whole bunch about the restaurant industry. Really loved that job, honestly. That job made a huge impression on me. Then um, went to some good concerts. Um, got to meet Rush. <laughs> so... Uh, then the school year starts, and we started this podcast. Living Which was huge. Living I was going to say that, that as one of the top moments. Yeah. Sure. Living in Austin has been great. Um, started dating again. That's been fun. And had the race. Had a kick-ass Christmas. So I'm going to give this year a 9.5. Jeez. Almost topping out. Actually, dude, fuck it. Ten. No oh, man. This is my so you're best saying year. That, so you saying this is your yeah. best? I'm year saying of this has been the year of Chase. He's had a pretty solid year. Had a pretty solid year. I know yeah. because I've been looking. For <laughs> I've been jealous as fuck and resenting him. <laughs> I'm gonna give my year a ten. Okay. Chase three okay. out of ten. Uh, I mean, let's let's just say right now, I'm just like me being in such a bad year is I'm trying to like throw some salt onto you right now. Yeah, please <laughs> do. You better keep it going because you don't want to peak, right? Yeah, I don't. Because next year, if we're doing the same review and you're like, it was like a seven point three, like, which we will. Ten year you had. Yeah, like, right. Me and Chase plan on living together next year, and I don't think that this is gonna stop. So I think that we're planning on continuing to do this podcast for a little bit, even if just for our own fucking laughs and shits and gigs. Yeah. 
you know, so. Because listening to it on the way to class, definitely. Dude, makes it makes me, me laugh fucking out loud. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you should have literally heard me on my way here tonight. Uh, we were list- I was listening to the last podcast. I need to listen to that one. And I was, I was, ex- yeah, I was explaining why telekinesis wouldn't allow <laughs> you to travel forward in space. And <laughs> we were like, I was like, well, the only reason why, the only reason why like spaceships can go forward is because like they're propelled by by like gas that expands behind them, and so like the forces equal out. So the the the, the gas expands, and there's a force behind it, and then the you know the space moves forward. And we were like, well, Max wouldn't have a problem because he would just fart his way through <laughs> yeah. space. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> it's really funny. Just laughed out loud. <laughs> um. All right, how to review your year? Just Am take I... it. Just start it. Start from the top, dude. Like I did. Okay. Um, Beginning, middle, and end. Okay. Well, um, as far as like the the beginning of the year, the the biggest thing that really happened for me is like I went through a recruitment with um, my big four accounting firms, and that was like huge. That was like the biggest thing I had to worry about for sure. Um, had great recruitment. Had you know got to pick the the firm that I wanted. Uh, and I'm going to be working for them actually in two days. Um, oh, yeah. And then summer was like chill. I didn't have a job or anything. I think I think, I can't really actually remember what I did for the summer right now. You weren't here a whole lot. I can't remember what I did for the summer, honestly. <laughs> it must have been really impressive. Yeah, we didn't see you, so. I can't. can't I honestly like, yeah, cannot We don't know it. where you were. But... um. <laughs> Oh no! I know what I did, man. I I, wor- I worked I worked at a um, at a law firm, and it was okay. It was it was just kind of like something to take up my time, which was nice. Um, <laughs> I got to start the podcast. Um, the thing the I thing love this podcast. I think more more so than anything for me, what made it a good year for me is like how much I grew as a person. You know, I did a lot of like introspection, and I like learned a lot about myself and like how I think about just life in general. Which is like sounds boring as fuck, but like it was honestly like huge for me because I had like a lot of I like dated this girl for a while, and after I stopped dating her, I just became super like um, insecure. That's what I was looking for. Super insecure after I started dating that girl. But like through this year, I did a lot of introspection, completely like reupholstered my confidence, which was great. And then like Worst Fest was like a complete dude was I'm like a so complete happy it was like a complete um validation. validation for for that confidence that i had been building up you know so that was awesome yeah max you should have um, been there for worst fest yeah i even we, know what worst fest is we what had is a it? crazy night it's a uh it's like Dude. a german like beer and sausage fest yeah it's nice. sick as fuck you go there to drink and eat sausage well, we went there to like drink and <laughs> oh. try and like find chicks we pick was, up chicks we totally did yeah. <laughs> um but like <laughs> so so like um but yeah there's that you know like another thing that was big is like i got to i, I got to live with like five of my best friends in austin uh, in this really nice house, and we got like a really cool house. Their house is awesome, at. dude. So um, sick. I f- completed my EP, which was six songs worth. Um, I probably put in like at least over a hundred, hundred man labor hours into that thing, you know. And so that was like 100? a I would say at least, dude. There is like ridiculous. there were literally days that I would wake up and like I wouldn't do anything but like that for ten ten hours like straight and I wouldn't eat damn but um 
So I was really proud of that. I got to go to ECL. Fucking UT beat OU, which was like beyond yeah. whatever the hell happened the rest of the season. That was huge for, for us because it was the one year that we won while I was at gr- college. I, that was a great day just yeah. being in Austin. it was sick. And, um, yeah, I, like through and through, you know, we got to do this podcast. I had a great right, Christmas. What's the number, dude? Great Christmas. I'm going to give it a – I'm going to give it an 8.5. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. It was a great year, but I'm always looking for improvement. Nice. All right, Max. Now, just look. Okay, Max is like, well, I'm not going to talk about it, but it's a four. We can work <laughs> this out. You can be honest. Yeah, no, I, I intend on being very honest. Please, though. yeah. <laughs> we well, like, start I've off. got cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's a, it's a one. It's a pretty strong one. <laughs> no, uh, Pass yeah. the rum, dude. I mean, okay, to start off, this didn't happen this year, but I did get in trouble. Okay. Um, that sucks. That's just about all I want to say about that. I got, I got in trouble. That's fine. Um, I felt the repercussions. Yeah. This year, though. Okay. This was the year where... <laughs> it all came down. They, they make you feel like you got in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, I just got into some trouble. Stuff that cost me a lot of money. Stuff that cost me... Time. A lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to really, like, change off. That would be, like, what, January? Um, well, I did move into my good friend's house, which is pretty cool. I did have some good time. I okay. moved in with my friend Justin. Oh, yeah. Um, that was pretty that. cool. That was a pretty solid time in my life. Justin's you know, a funny dude. Yeah, Do you like living guy. in downtown Houston and shit, too? That's or? what I was going to say. Like, like To Tarantino this right now, the end of my year was great. I, yeah. I had a solid end of my year. Great. It was looking good for 2014. <laughs> great. God. But 2013 was just so lame. Um, you were working doubles for like we've mentioned that yeah uh, yeah like yeah I had to first off I figured out at the beginning of this year I didn't know what I wanted to do with my like career life mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's like getting too late but like you know you, when you get 22 start you thinking about start it start yeah. rolling yeah you want to start doing things um, during the first six months I really didn't know what I wanted to do um, what I wanted to focus on I tried some things it didn't really work out um. I did have to move out of Justin's house because he was having his baby, which is great. Yep. But that was also a very hectic time in my life. I crashed my car right then. Right Jesus. then. Jesus. Right when The golden I, nugget? No, no, no. I gave the – I sold this gold kid. The gold. Okay. It's the, gone. It's different car. I had a new car. car. It was a nice car. Um, I was very fortunate because my parents gave it to me um, when I sold the golden nugget. Mm-hmm. So I had this new great car, very reliable. Crashed it. Um, it was very bad. There was a lot of construction going on in That's Woodlands right now. Worst. I don't know if you guys have driven here before, but it's horrible right now. Yeah. Um, so it was like a four-car accident. Got a lot, like, so my insurance just goes up, and it's like, okay, Max, another thing you got to pay for. This is the first thing I had to start paying for. Jesus. And then it was like, okay, Max, you got to be an adult. You got to go buy a car. Ooh. I had to go out. And I bought well, my real first quick car. though, congratulations on buying. Fuck yeah, dude! Say, and your car is like really tight. That's the big like. You're an adult now. You've I am made an adult now. Thoroughly, like, you bought a cool car, man. Is that like even? Uh, it's funny because my sister really wanted to buy this this house recently, but she couldn't because she didn't have like a good enough credit score. Because she had just right. She had been buying cars off my parents forever, so she technically never had a credit score. That's huge for house buying. But that's what like this guy was telling me. Like once you're done paying this car off, which I'm on like a two year plan, uh-huh. you are technically eligible pretty much for buying a house. So if I really? want to buy a house after that, I have the credibility to do that. Hell that's yeah. pretty cool. Sick. 
But that also means that I am paying an extra amount of money a month, which is <laughs> yeah, not which what I need right blows, now. Especially, yeah. yeah. And that being said, I also, um, yeah, right when that happened, I was also trying to find a new place to live fairly quickly. Um, I wasn't about to move back in with my parents' house, so I moved in with my sister in Houston, which is great. Uh, after I got really settled in, it's been a blast. I love living there, but Houston living is very expensive. Yeah, yeah, incredibly especially. I've yeah. never had to. Yeah, and I live in a very awesome area, but I have to pay for living in such an awesome area. Right. Um, Are you thinking about going to uh, U of H? That's or, another. Or thing. Sam Houston? Well, yeah, I was definitely thinking about going to U of H. Um, there's another thing that happened at the end of this year with my family that was like kind of making that a little bit trickier. Yeah, but difficult. Yeah, a little bit difficult for that as well. Um, but I mean, like that. Like, really, the only bad thing right now is that I have a lot more bills to pay. Yeah, because you're pay an adult. For a lot more stuff. <laughs> and this is also right around the time that I need to like. It's almost like had I had you know you look back at like a year ago when I didn't have to like pay for anything pretty much. You know, I lived with Justin and I paid like you know four hundred dollars a month to live at this kid's house, yeah. and it was awesome. Yeah, and now I pay well over like you know thousand upwards of month of fucking bills, yeah, and insurance and new right. living, right. and I have to like make up for that. But it's like if this was a year ago, then all this new stuff like school stuff and stuff that I'm just now also starting to pay for would be so much simpler. Right, but it's right not now. But that being said, like I'm making a plan. Uh, everything's Working out. I do have a new job. Let me say this. Work. Take your plans, throw them in the garbage, because this podcast is blowing up. We're going to make it famous. famous. I need to coat, or, yeah, coattail you guys to the top. <laughs> we're well, going honestly, there. like me and Chase were talking about it because we're kind of looking for any help that we can get as far as like trying to spread it and get it bigger. Because yeah, we, we need to tag. We need to try and we need to try and like tag all the breweries that we're talking about. We need yeah. to try and like get people on our show we're that are like actually reputable and stuff. And yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of what my yeah, that's what 2014 is for me too. It's going to be a lot more effort towards. It's like like I lived all last year not knowing what I wanted to do, so I didn't do anything. Okay. And then right. now I know what I want to do, so it shouldn't be that hard to do things. Well, awesome. Uh, I think I think that out. that's like huge. Well, it's like figuring <laughs> shit like that out. Yeah, what's good though is that it's like it's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, <laughs> I just gotta climb. I'm gonna be going straight. Climb upwards. this shit pile called life. Um, yeah, man, so this year, this year was fucking lame. Um, we all just dirt getting last I, piles yeah. of shit. <laughs> yeah, this year this year sucked. All right, um, I'm gonna give it. Well, also, well, you know, a good thing that did happen. I did meet my current girlfriend this yes. year. Which is yes, really cute. Melody she's sounds like a blessing. Yeah, she's super great. I don't know why we haven't gotten to hang out with her, but um, she's got this big. Chase thing gets a real butt hurt about it. Yeah, man. pisses me off, dude. <laughs> it's like, I mean, dude, I, it's gonna happen in due time, and if it doesn't, then like, <laughs> yeah, okay. well, due time is like <laughs> less than six or seven. You act like now. you're like want to freaking like hit yeah, on her yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, dude, how what's she like? Is she Look, cool? Is she like gonna like me? Is that like? So that that is cool, and that's been working out a lot lately. But yeah. And with the new job, money's not like that bad anymore. I've been making a lot more money than what I'm doing now, so. All right, so put a number on it. That's good. I'm going to say, say it's a. Uh, through it's and a, through. So three. Damn, okay. We're going to go that low. You gonna say I, I, said, mean, I, I thought had, you would have said a four. I was, I was thinking four, okay. um, but I didn't I flirted say with it, but <laughs> I, I, I didn't say it. <laughs> I would say that. Uh, That's yeah. fine, man. Say what you mean. I mean, three. Uh, maybe like a hard three, soft four. Exactly. Yeah. You, can, you can work up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like. 
If I'm if I get a six or seven next year, it's oh, almost dude. double my double it. If you even get a five, Let me put like, you yeah. Max. I only got one way to go, and that's down. Let's <laughs> <laughs> meet in the middle next year. Let's both have really average years next yeah. year. Well, guess what? I'm still going up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, shit. I think this has been a fun fun show this, this has been, been a good show episode. yeah uh, let's go ahead and i think that's a perfect way to wrap it up i almost kind of feel like this is like the end of our season that's why i feel in a way i was about to say i don't really know when the next one's gonna be because the next one has to be over conference call yeah we're gonna have to uh be so, in different locations so basically what witty banner is gonna do is we're gonna try to start recording over like a conference call program so that hunter's gonna be in the woodlands max is gonna be in houston until Hunter's i get back to austin, austin yeah. And so, but we don't want to stop it. We don't want to stop the momentum. This we're train's also, rolling, baby. Yeah, and we're also, like, considering other possibilities with, like, other people having kind of, like, like side podcasts with us. Almost like... Yeah, still almost like our name. Almost like, yeah, like, buddy podcasts where we can, like, refer to them and people might listen to them and, like, get... Get our name out through them and their name out I through do us special and that episodes. kind of stuff. I want to do, like, movie review episodes. Yeah. I want to do album review episodes. Um, Podcasts and shit like we're that. We're thinking about new segments that we can put in. Woody uh, Banter is like we're serious about it. This is this is definitely season one, and it was definitely like where we could learn, you know, a lot about yeah. like how to get better. We almost. had good episodes, we had bad episodes. More but than I anything, think, we got sound quality down. Yeah, at least, so that's I think, great. But dude, I think considering it's our first like our first project, yeah. I think we did a good job. I agree, I'm proud of us. I really am. I'm proud of applause. There you go, Winnie Banter. You're doing well. You took your first steps. You did it. I'm proud. So, yeah, we don't know when we're going to be back, but hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Um, But as far as the show goes... um, Are we going to give our our tags? Yeah, let's plug away. You can find me on Twitter at Bodacious Chase. Find me on Twitter at Diesel Dorset and on SoundCloud under just the artist name Hunter Dorset. And you can find me on Twitter... Beep, beep. Max Scott 32. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The podcast post, we try to post every Thursday, um, or Friday rather. You can find us at bodaciouschase.com, facebook.com slash witty banter show. And on Gmail. Gmail. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm pretty sure we have an email. No way. Yeah. You guys can you pull it up on your yeah, iPad? Right Vamp for me. Okay, guys, so, so anyway. finish plugging away and then talk about your favorite uh, yeah, pencil or something. I'll, I'll finish yeah. the last the last uh, plug, which is that iTunes. we are also on iTunes. We're free if you just go get the iPad or the uh, podcasts app, which is one takes three seconds, and then you p- push it. Type in witty banter. It's free. It automatically downloads all the newest episodes. It's easy as fuck. It's cool as fuck. It's like one of those dun- like donation commercials where it's just like so easy and so cheap to do, but like why don't people do it? <laughs> Fifteen like, fucking like, cents. Fifteen little pennies. Get all your friends. Each get a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just do it. It's so fucking easy. Life. <laughs> It'll do it for you. But uh, yeah, so. Chase is pulling up our witty banter. Are you show sure? That, are you at, thinking? Are you thinking that we're getting a like a legitimate email, or is, or is it, it a Nick email? email? It's a Nick email. Well, that's great. That's yeah. not a legitimate I mean, email. No, damn right it is. No, it is a damn legitimate email. Well, but it's not a outside of Nick email. Which well, is, that's because we, we haven't have, had one of those. Yet. Yeah, because our fans are bullshit. I've said it every week, and I'm going to keep shaming them until I've shamed them into writing. You just us. don't want to shame them so hard that they're like, "Well, fuck this guy." No, no way. <laughs> Tough love. We're just, we expect a lot out of our listeners because we give a lot. We do. You guys work hard. 
Oh, okay. So here it is. <laughs> hey, butt blasters. Oh, this is Nick's email <laughs> corner, by the way. Hey, butt blasters. I'll keep this short since Chase doesn't like to read full emails. <laughs> True that. Uh, I recently discovered Quiz Up, which you need to download off the App Store ASAP. In fact, okay. little love pod quiz action would be great. In fact, a little live pod quiz action would be great. I think okay. he's saying he wants us to like go on get quiz on it. Up. Get munched, you crab cannons. <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't played that, Nick, and so we can't really talk about it, but thanks for emailing. <laughs> <laughs> you told me a little bit I about have. It. Yeah, Quizzup's pretty sweet. Uh, I've yeah, done it fun. The thing that's like, <laughs> the last time I played it, it sucked, because I got an achievement for losing like five times in a row. <laughs> um, but it's interesting, it's, I think that the thing that really like is so interesting about it is the fact that like, you can... You can do it about whatever the fuck you want to. Like you don't. You're not like. It's not like just a general knowledge app. You know, it's really like, specific categories. Yeah, you like super specific things categories. that like we would all dominate at. Yeah, individually. Like if we had a Dragon Ball Z one, I would kick the shit out of everyone in there. Not, but more than I mean, likely. not me or Chase. But really? Most other people, yeah. I remember yeah. beating Bradley Sway in a DBZ comp. Bradley Sway. Who is talks, Asian? Still in the Little East. He's Chinese. He's Chinese. <laughs> it's not Japanese. I didn't say he was Japanese. I said he was Asian. I'm just saying. All right. Well, that's been episode number 13. Thank you guys immensely for listening. If you've been listening to more than just this episode and you've been with us even since the beginning. You listen to one, like, honestly. Yeah, it's we, 13 episodes. We love you a lot. Episode. We really do. Because we love this show, and the show is nothing without you guys. You guys Over. keep the lights on. You really do. Yeah. So, uh, Other than us. <laughs> I don't know, you're blowing it, man. So we hope, we hope to hear you back or see you back in a few weeks whenever we come. And, yeah, have a good 2014. Yeah, let's see we'll, we'll We'll see you in a uh, new 2014 version of ourselves. Perfect. All right, later, guys. Adios. Just a bunch of witty banter. Good clip, Papa. Good clip, good clip, good clip, good clip. Anyway,